You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And good morning once again, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Bedelsky and Melissa Scacio here at the one and only St. James Coffee. It's very festively decorated for the Christmas season. There's even a beautiful full, the, the blackboard's full of a glory to God in the highest with an angel on it. It's just, it's beautiful. It's perfect. If you haven't gotten enough of your dose of Christmas cheer, I recommend you stop by St. James. It's a, a good place to get a dose of that. I've been asked why it's still Christmas in here, and I'm like, because we're Catholic. Because Christmas yep. technically goes further than Christmas, so it's right, evangelizing. Yeah, Christmas Day, there you go. Every I time they it. ask, I might even go until February 2nd, like, we'll do candles. Nice, there you go. And then really go old school with the Christmas season. I don't know yet, I haven't decided. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, our uh, next go, next guest, ghost, guest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, sometimes I get tripped up on my words. Our next guest is uh, Eleanor Jones, and I met Eleanor at the uh, the banquet after Bishop Barron's installation here in Rochester, and she is actually the president of the uh, Council of Catholic Women here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. So good morning, Eleanor. Good morning. Would you mind uh, telling us a little bit, our listeners, a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm Eleanor. My husband is William. Um, we live outside of uh, Cherry Grove near Forestville State Park. Um, we had 11 living children, had three miscarriages, and we have um, six boys, five girls, and we have 60 grandchildren, 22 wow. great-children, and one great-great, and we're expecting three more great-grand, or three more grands, one more great, and one more grand, so, <laughs> yeah. B- busy, busy times. It is busy, but it's, <laughs> well, there's... Uh, 22 years between our oldest, who is turning 56 this next year, and our youngest. And on the 28th of January, we'll have been married for 56 years. I came from a family of seven children, the youngest. My father was 42 when he got married, so I never took him to being old. He was 57 when I was born. And we were raised in a Catholic church in a little town, um, very much in tune with things, and our parents took us to a, uh, what was it, Father Patrick Payton was making Oh. And so we went to the fairground, and we had the rosary there, and it was very impressive. I was about six years old at that, and I remember it very vividly. And Father Payton now is hopefully going on for canonization, I would hope. Right, yeah, he's at least at the stage of venerable. So, wow, how cool is that to have met someone who might be a saint, right? To yeah. have, to have been in the same place as them. That's really, uh, really also cool. Also, the talks of Sister Mother our Mary, uh, Teresa of Calcutta when she was in Rochester. We were oh, there. wow. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, my mother always had... Uh, meetings once a month. They were called Christian Mothers up in our parish, and that also was under the umbrella of the National Council of Catholic Women. We engulfed all the groups of the women, no matter what denomination, whether it's guilds or areas or, you know, altar societies, whatever they call themselves, they're all under us. 
Back in 1941, we became part with the National Council of Catholic Women under Bishop Kelly and Fitzgerald. So all of the women in the diocese at 18 years of age and older were members, and today still are members, of Council of Catholic Women. That first convention, they had over a 1,000 women attending their gathering, and it was quite impressive. So, yeah. So, uh, the, like you mentioned, and I think uh, a lot of people would be surprised to learn that. I know I was the first time I heard it, too, but that if you're a Catholic woman, 18 years or older, you're automatically a part of the Council of Catholic Women, correct? Right. If you wish to become active, that's your decision there. So, and, and the main mission of MCCW, the National Council of Catholic Women and Ours, is to act through its members to support, empower, and educate all Catholic women in spirituality, leadership, and service. MCCW programs sponsor with gospel values to the needs of the church and society in this modern world today. So they also have broken down into three sections, um, commissions that they have, and it's uh, spirituality, leadership, and service. And under these, we have um, uh, spirituality is Valerie Elenfeld, which is my daughter. She's expecting her eighth child. Um, Linda McGuire has Respect Life. Jackie McCow is legislative and anthropography. Joni Betzinger is family and community. And our international gal has had it for numbers of years and would like to train someone into taking on that commission. So anyone interested in international, which covers like your Haiti missions, um, Rochester Medical Missions, anything to do with this. And there's lists that can be gotten that we have out there of what people can send to Haiti Missions and to um, uh, Rochester Medical Missions. So, you know, people can get interested in that. And a person you can contact on that is Lisa Jensen, and she is out of Holy Spirit in Rochester. Mm. And her phone number is 507 888 9020. So if interested, we gather again now in April, they will start taking donations, and it runs until about October that they will take items. But it's been tough getting them into Haiti because of the fact they're, they're out on the boat and we have to pay for storage as there. Uh. So it's, it's a tough road, but it's one we'll, we'll get over. Absolutely. If you're just joining us now, uh, Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scacio here at St. James Coffee in Rock and Roll, Rochester. Uh, speaking with Eleanor Jones, she's the uh, president of the Diocesan Council of Catholic Women here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Um, you kind of We kind of mentioned a few things, especially like the Haiti mission uh, and things like that, but uh, could you give our, our listeners a better picture of what all it is that the uh, Council of Catholic Women here in the diocese does? Okay. Um, we do the corporal spiritual works of mercy, of course, and we also 
um, have a $2,000 scholarship provided for a seminarian from Immaculate Heart Seminary in Winona, as well as established an endowment fund for the Diocese of Winona Catholic Charities, which currently stands at over $100,000. We currently support, through donations, the items and monies, as I said, for Haiti Missions, Rochester Medical Missions, Brother Regis, Mother Teresa, Sisters of Charity, and more. And there are more works that individual parishes do besides what's listed here. Um, that's back when we were first started, National started in 1921, and it is by request of the bishops, and I guess when starting into this, um, I was back in 71, so I've been in this for 52 years now. Wow. That it, it was a, a stand to take, and then they were needing more officers and more commission chairs, so I took on items for the di- for the diocese and that. And now I've worked my way up in presidency, which I never thought I would be. Although my <laughs> we're at a meeting, and she says, you'll be there someday. I said, no, I won't. <laughs> uh-huh. My older sister did that, Jimmy. So. But, um, yeah, this is... You know, we're out there to help people in spirituality. They write up on saints. Uh, the last paper was done on Ember Days. Um, I don't know how many people remember those days. And uh, Respect Life, that keeps us up onto what's happening right now, which is really a, a devastating thing up at our state capitol. They're voting on items which will strike out a lot of our wow. pro-life things. And, um, yeah, we have a speaker on, uh, the, let's see, the, the 10th at our meeting over at Bluers, and she is from MCCL, it's Kathy Blazer. She will speak on what's happening at the state level and what we should keep our eyes open for and contacting our legislatures on. And then we have... Shelly Holt, our vice president, will be speaking on leadership, which covers, like, your membership and things that we do to keep us afloat. Hmm. So um, uh, just uh, just so we get the details on that before we move on, because we are coming up on a break, but uh, your ne- the next meeting for the uh, Diocesan Council of Catholic Women is in Blue Earth, you said, on the 10th of this month? Yes. And then uh, get more details. Uh, do, do you have to already be an active member? Is that a good first event no, for no, women to, to attend? Anyone can attend from the diocese. Guys, say our diocese runs the whole southern part of Minnesota, so it's across the whole lower two counties of the state. And then uh, could could you give a little more details, like uh, uh, time? Um, do people need to RSVP, that sort of thing? There is no need to RSVP. Um, registration this time will be at 9 o'clock, and then at 10 o'clock is when the meeting begins. And then we run through everything that we have on our list to do. All the commissions will give their reports as well. Well, fantastic, fantastic. And that's at the uh, at the Catholic Parish in Blue Earth? Yes, St. Peter's and St. Paul in Blue Earth. All right. 
Very cool, very cool. Well, uh, it is time for a break, uh, but when we come back, we'll find out more about uh, the Council of Catholic Women here in the diocese, and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, your time as president, Eleanor. So uh, uh, everyone listening, stay tuned here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. We all like to shop local, but sometimes there are items you can't easily get nearby. The next time you shop online, think of Real Presence Radio. If you use our special link, Real Presence Radio will get a portion of your purchase price on Amazon, and it won't cost you anything additional. Just go to realpresenceradio.com smile, and you're all set. You'll be directed to Amazon Smile, where a portion of your purchase price will be donated to Real Presence Radio. It's easy, fast, and doesn't cost you a dime. Find the link at realpresenceradio.com smile. If you are experiencing depression, anxiety, or suffering, especially from grieving, how can you find healing? I'm Father Chris Alar. While you should first seek professional help when needed, there is a roadmap that can help you to live your life again, and it is called the Spiritual Principles of Divine Mercy. First, come to admit that you are powerless over the loss of your loved one. Second, come to trust that Jesus can restore your life to manageability. And third, make the decision to entrust your will, your life, and your loved one to the loving care and protection of God. Join us and learn more about how to apply these healing principles in your life. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. God made you for a purpose. He made you to accomplish some great work. What did he make you for? What were you really made to do? Realize your vocation with a degree designed for the Catholic professional. The University of Mary offers online undergraduate and graduate degrees steeped in the Catholic intellectual tradition. Start today in business, nursing, bioethics, education, counseling, applied theology, and more at catholicprofessional.life. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Nick Bedelski and Melissa Skacio broadcasting out of the one and only St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. It is still snowing outside, which is fantastic. Um, and we are talking this morning uh, with Eleanor Jones, who is the president of the, Di- the Diocese of Winona, Rochester's Council of Catholic Women. And I was surprised to find out that I have literally been a member of the Council of Catholic Women for 23 years. If you can do your math, you can figure out how old I am. And I never knew I was a member. This is very exciting. Like This is, this is very illuminating for me today. Um, and Eleanor... I remember when I was a kid, my mom was the president of the Parish Council of Catholic Women. So could you kind of explain how the, the levels of the Council of Catholic Women work, like the, the levels of involvement? Right. Um, national level, it's like a pyramid, works down into regions across the state, and then they break into provinces, which our province is um, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota. And then it goes down into, uh, let's see, the diocese. And then the diocese breaks down into areas. 
and the areas or deaneries, whichever you call it, goes to the parishes, and then the women in the parish. Um, there are many parishes that have now kind of negated CCW, what was the encroachment of different parishes joining together, but you don't need to be a parish council member in order to be on the Council hmm. of Catholic Women. As an individual, you are invited to our meetings. They're generally posted in my article in the Courier, and we welcome new ideas, um, fresh starts. Um, I'm not a tech-savvy person, so I'm kind of in the backwoods there. I only have a flip phone, not a smartphone. <laughs> it's, you know, now we have people that do Facebook and everything else, and it's ways of reaching people. But there is nothing like the personal contact. We really need personal contact with people in order to keep going. Um, Facebook and that is all good. But we had our, our national convention was held in Minneapolis this year. And it will be held again in um, 26 in Minneapolis. So in the process, we ended up having... Um, people that we knew from way back when to people that we just met. And it is a very, very uplifting to be with sisters who are in the same realm of thinking and wanting to help and educate and spirituality-wise and everything else. Fantastic. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, like Melissa said, she's been a member for however many years. Didn't know it. Like, but this not, is uh, so exciting. Not active uh, necessarily in it. Uh, how did you first become active, uh, Eleanor, in the uh, in the Council of Catholic Women? Well, it was back in 71, although back in 69, uh, someone came to my door and says, you know, you're a member of the Council of Catholic Women. I said, I am. Of course, <laughs> I was rebellious at that time, and I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> and, I, and he says, well, you can be or you don't have to be. And then I moved to another section, and the neighbor gal had it at her house, and she said, will you come to the meeting? And I said, well, I have my four-month-old child, and I said, I'm nursing, and he was the fourth one of our kids, and I said, you know, can I, I said, can I bring him? And she says, oh, definitely. Hmm. So from then on, I became active and we had a woman speak to us at that meeting who was from Poland, and she was walking 10 miles to get to church under the threat of death. Wow. She was and I thought, yeah. you know, we have it so simple here. <laughs> I know we've got, you know, some distance to travel, but it's not like it used to be. So we should be thankful for what we've got and, and really uplifting to going to those places. Um, so back in 71, I got, got involved parish-wise and then just kept moving up in areas and diocese places. So that's how I got started. And I've always taken my children as they were growing up. And, and the thing is, children are welcome to come. It seems like they say, well, I can't come. And, or else they'll say, I'm not educated enough. Well, I went to high school, and that's where my education, as far as education, literally stopped. But, you know, I've learned more as observing people and working with people and priests and bishops as to what really needs to be done. So devotion to Mary has been one of our biggest things. We've said the rosary as a family since 
our oldest child was five years old, so it's been, what, 51 years now this wow. year, praying the rosary daily. Even if it was 2 o'clock in the morning, do we have to pray it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it is true. The family that prays together does stay together. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and then, fun. and you had mentioned, too, that you sort of... Uh, uh, begrudgingly, I guess, uh, maybe that's not the right word, but uh, kind of, um, to your surprise, I guess, wound up becoming president of the uh, the Diocesan Council of Catholic Women. Could you tell us a little bit about what that experience has been like uh, leading the, the organization at the diocesan level? It's been very, very good. Um, Jeanette Fortier was the former president, and with the COVID and all, that hit but she was wanting to take it on for another two years, so she held the office for four years. And in the process, she worked it through Zoom and so forth, which was good she was president because I couldn't have done it. <laughs> and she, um, she had mentored me in a lot of ways. Um, we go to province meetings together. I'm her navigator, and she's the driver. And, yeah, it, it's been very, very uplifting. I guess, you know, without... Our Blessed Mother is leading us in this, and she's our patroness in the National Council of Catholic Women, our Mother of Good Counsel. So that's that's who we follow, and that's always been our main goal. Well, fantastic. Um, we've been talking about all the... Uh, could you... Um, you <laughs> Got tongue-tied there for a minute. Sorry about that. Uh, so uh, what would you say to uh, a woman hearing this interview who uh, is still kind of on the fence about getting more involved with the Council of Catholic Women? What sort of encouragement could you give them? Um, don't be afraid to step in, and we're very welcoming. Um, the thing is, uh, we I do have my phone number that they could call if they're interested in anything, and that is 507 507- Nine three seven three four six zero, and you can leave a message. If I'm not around, I'll get back to you. We um, really, you know, have an e-news. Uh, it's connecting Catholic women that we put out quarterly in our diocese, and it can be sent to anyone who is interested. And it does the rundown of all of our commissions and everything that's upcoming. So that's one thing a person could do and get if they're interested. The other thing, if interested in becoming a member of the National Council of Catholic Women, their website is www.nccw.org, and you can view a video about this organization and see what it's all about. Very cool, very cool. Um, well, that's, this is just fantastic information to have because I think a lot of people uh, aren't necessarily familiar with it. I remember the first time I saw uh, CCW listed in a bulletin and thought, what the heck is that? Because where I grew up in Michigan, that's what the uh, the abbreviation was for um, uh, concealed uh, weapons permit. Concealed carry so, <laughs> so I saw all these you know, these ladies' phone numbers listed after the, the CCW and thought, wow, okay, that's that's interesting the church is offering that down here. But uh, in case in case that's uh, you have that same issue, CCW Council of Catholic Women, um, and like you said, it, it's it's easy to get involved on the the parish level, the diocesan level, uh, whatever kind of level of commitment makes the most uh, sense. Um, right. 
Can we? Uh, could you mention kind of the details about the upcoming meeting? Um, is the, are they quarterly meetings here for the diocesan council? Yes, they are held in January, April, uh, July, and October, and it's held on generally a Tuesday, Wednesday, the second Tuesday, Wednesday of the month. And it'll be noted in the courier as to when and where they are. We also have a convention coming up on October 7th, and that one we will be having um, speakers from our Lady of Good Health up in Wisconsin, the National Oh, Science. beautiful, yeah. And then we'll have one speaking on keto fitness, which conflicts with yoga as to what yoga really is mm. and what the other fitness that we have going is good. So it's, it, it'll be interesting, and the theme is our greatest weapon that we have is against Satan is our fasting and a daily rosary. And again, just as a reminder, uh, like you said earlier, um, anyone's welcome to come to that convention if they're not able to make the meetings. If they, you know, any uh, Catholic woman is welcome to come to that convention. So, and it'll be into the courier too as to what and where and registration on that. That one registration is required for convention. That that, that would make sense. That would make sense. And those those quarterly meetings kind of move around throughout right. the diocese because we have such a long diocese down here, right? The next one will be in. Uh, Rushford. All right. Well, fantastic. Thank you, Eleanor, for joining us this morning. Uh, If you're listening on Real Presence Live, stay tuned with us. After the break, we'll be speaking with Father Tay, uh, who's at Seek 23, and he'll tell us all about that. Stay tuned.